We are podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Back to you is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's the ever-escalating costs of pickup trucks, plus a special segment as we remember Lee Iacocca. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I don't know what we're doing. I, uh, I've got, and I've got no idea what to ask you. That's what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking that they're not including any of this nonsense because it, this is really bad. This is the show. Yeah. So let's let's forget it. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast and Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Welcome, Steve. I was Man, reading... You do that so well. You know, you're getting better and better at that. Do you practice that at home? Do you practice at home? No, I don't practice. You don't? No. I've because got you're that... coming here sounding pretty solid when well, you do well, it. That's really nice. Yeah, that's, that's a nice, nice compliment, wouldn't it? Um, I was reading... Uh, podcast annually it's a new publication and it said that uh, howard and steve <laughs> are now the lewis and martin the lennon and mccartney and the pen and teller of podcasters that's I'm, what we've been called i'm glad you included some 21st century names yes yeah and i'm going to be teller today he's the one that doesn't talk <laughs> and they do magic well, hey it's fine with me I've never um, seen them. I want to see them, actually. Yeah, I like their TV show. They have a show where you have to try to stump Penn and Teller oh, by yeah? coming up with, with a routine that they haven't seen. So, so they, you, they sort of claim to have seen everything. And they get uh, magicians who come on and try to stump them doing a trick that they don't know how the person did it. So you haven't seen them in Vegas then, obviously. No, no. Sig um, Siegfried and Roy... Uh, I've seen Celine Dion. Uh huh. And uh, I've seen uh, Gladys Knight. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I back in the day to go back to a to an old name, and I, I may have mentioned a lot of this stuff on earlier podcasts, and we've done a lot of them already. We're really rolling. But I saw Don Rickles. Back in I would his have heyday. loved to have seen and him. You know, I, uh, that was one of the. Did great he insult you? That, that's the only life. person that, if he insulted you, you'd feel oh, fantastic. He yes. insulted me. That'd be a great snore. No, he didn't. No. But, uh he got everybody else in the audience. But he was everything advertised. He was he was fantastic. He was the guy you see on the Tonight Show, and uh, you know, I mean, just rapid fire the entire show. And opening for him, you really want to go back. You'll remember them. Was the Mills Brothers? Do you remember <laughs> yeah, them? Sure, they were great. They were fantastic. Do you remember one of their hits? Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? There's something interesting about what I had read one time about the Mills Brothers was that I think they were the first one to record and be successful with the song Hold That Tiger. Huh. And now Clemson and LSU and all these schools, you've heard Hold That Tiger over and over again. Yeah. It was the Mills Brothers who made that song popular and it was also... The group that Dean Martin fashioned himself after. He really? was a real Mills Brothers fan, and I had read where that was. I mean, he would salute them over and over again and invite them on his TV show. That was how I became aware of him because as a kid and a teenager, I was a real TV aholic, and really? I would and I would watch shows that grown-ups or older folks tended to watch, like 
variety music shows. Yeah. And I just I, remember in my youth watching the Mills Brothers. That was the connection that I, that was made. Look at this. We got a studio audience. I think Hi. that's one of the Hi, Mills Brothers man. that walked he, he, up. He walked away, <laughs> didn't he? He did. Yeah. No, he walked away because we were talking about the Mills Brothers because anybody under 75 sure. has now left this, this no, podcast. No, but the great thing about the internet can, is that you can always go on and learn about folks as far can. back as you want to go. You can. So there's no um, harm in that. Can you tell that I'm a little hoarse? I just got over a cold. So I my could voice tell something was is, a little... Is, 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 I just is, thought that was something you practiced and no, you got it down to uh, that level. My, where my you, voice is coming back. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of, and I hope I haven't told this. Can but, we wait, please? Uh, we do this. Look, look, one of us hijacks this and moves down a different track every every time we do it. There was something else I wanted to mention oh, because okay. you brought it up. Okay, go ahead. And it had to do with Vegas. Or not necessarily Vegas, but Vegas Act, when we were talking about Pitt and Teller. The floor is yours. There are two more people that I'd like to see before they stop performing. It's like a bucket list for entertainers yeah. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Wayne Newton. Uh-huh. Is he I, still performing? I don't know. I That's what I'm saying. He may be pretty close to stopping, but I haven't heard that he did. And I'd also like to see Tom Jones. And he is still performing. I would yes. think that would be a kick to see. Yes. Tom Jones. Would you throw your underwear up on the stage? <laughs> well, if, I had, a, if I had an extra pair, I would throw it. <laughs> or your your hotel room key, <laughs> yes. as the as the women are apt to do. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to tell you about with my voice. I worked with a guy in Peoria when I was a young person just getting into radio, and he was what they call the booth announcer. So he was the voice of the station, and he used to take a piece of bread every morning. And he would put Vicks VapoRub mm -hmm. on it and eat it. Mm. And I said, what in God's earth are you doing? And he said, well, it helps my voice. Yeah. And I said, you do realize that by the time you're 40, he was about 28, <laughs> that you won't have any voice. So <laughs> Is I it that harmful? I would think. I mean, I would think. VapoRub is sort of like a remedy. Well, I, I would I think, think it says on the package, probably do not eat. Well, did you ever I, see you know, how long you, the you, guy lived? You rub it on. Is no, he living? I doubt it. We should give I him a call and see if he's okay. Yeah. He'll sound like Lucy uh, by the third show she was on. Do you remember the guy's gravel, name? Not that, that you have to say voice. it. Do you remember his name? Uh, yeah, I do. We probably could get in touch with him. We don't have to do it. On a podcast, it would, but it would be, be interesting because I and then send the results to Vix. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would be information either way that they need to know. Um, yeah. we, we need to continue. Uh, we have a quest for Obama, we call it. We're trying to get o Barack Obama on this podcast. Yeah. Have you made any headway with anybody that knows him? I can't get a couple of my cousins to come down here. Have you tried to sit and watch? Because there are people in uh, Chicago. No, I haven't. Well, we're coming from Chicago, and uh, yeah. have you have you tried? No. Okay, I've tried a couple people, yes. and I think I'm making some progress. All right, what about this pro the podcast? Um, I always call them podcasts. Why is that? Because the way you do them, they're called podcasts. Because I prod you. Yes. <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah. Uh, you're um. you're nervous about this one because it's different. And you still don't understand the concept because when I explained it to you, you said, what? Yeah. So now when you, you can explain it to everybody else so they can say what. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to interview each other, but not questions about like 
Why did you get into TV? What was your first job? <laughs> right. What was? We're going to ask the dullest questions we can come up with. <laughs> no, we're going to ask we're, questions. Yes. I hope that, yes. that, that the people listening can relate to. And yes. when when the question is asked, they can sit. President there and, Obama may be listening and saying, "Do I want to do this or not?" No, I've never I, heard you know, of. A, first of all, I've never heard of a broadcast. Yes. So, but now here's I understand. the way we're going to do it. Yeah. Boy, the audience is growing out there. Yes. How you doing? Nice to see you. He left right when I waved. <laughs> Maybe he's got um, a show idea. We are going to yeah. go ahead. I'm going to flip a coin. I have I'm, a penny here to see who will interview whom. Is that correct English? Yeah, whom. Okay. Yeah, whom. Okay. Who will... Uh, so you call it in the air, this penny. Are we ready? Yeah. Heads. This is exciting. It is tails. Ooh. It is tails. So I get a choice, just like in a football game, yeah. whether I want to put my offense on the field or my defense on the field. So I am going to put my offense on the field, and I... <laughs> Pretty offensive every week. Gotcha. Like this is something new. Go ahead. I am going yeah. to... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh-oh, need some Vicks. Vicks VapoRub. Vicks. Get him some Vicks. I am going <clears throat> to... Um, get my voice clear, first of all. Is there a cough button, button Tony? There's no mm. cough button. Uh, the voice will come back. Actually, you're I'm sounding going, better that way. I'm going to interview <laughs> okay. you yeah. first. So are you ready? I, I look ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> How do you look ready? I, you've never looked ready on one of these shows. <laughs> but you've always That's been the magic ready. of it. You right? always bring it. Yes. Yes. What it is, job. we don't know, but I bring it. These could be the most... These could be horrible oh, questions. Boy. But, okay. But, okay. Is I'm this be, mic on? I'm going to begin this. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Yeah. Forgetting spending days with your, your wife, your grandkids, your family, what is your idea of a perfect day? And I'll give you some <laughs> tips. Would it, be, would it be golf, traveling, watching TV, going out to eat? What, would your, what is your perfect day? Mm. After I put the Vicks Vapo Rub down, after you eat okay. it, yes. Um, I, I I think this is true, and it's something that I had uh, read recently. That, and I'm, I probably have shared this with you before, but people tend to get more joy out of something that they experience as opposed to other things. Like a when you said traveling, yes. Um, although I don't like to travel by myself. You said excluding these well, people in my life. I'm saying instead of like a day where you play with your grandkids or something like that, obviously you could travel with your wife or with me. No, uh, are you? No, definitely not with you. <laughs> are you the kind of person that could sit in the theater and watch a movie alone? Uh, yes, I could. Easily. I could. Yeah, it took because, me a long time to get to that point. Yeah. Traveling Be is almost like that. Because I want to, me. you know, immerse myself in the movie. Yeah. And uh, so I don't really need anybody to chit-chat with. Yeah. Uh, are you a person that will eat dinner or eat in a restaurant alone? Does that <laughs> make you uncomfortable? I, it's very uncomfortable unless I have a phone or those things I used to call newspapers. Yes. I was, well, I was eating alone uh, recently and had a newspaper. And the guy looked at me, the waiter came over to me and looked at me like I was from 1910. Because you don't see many people in restaurants nowadays with newspapers. No. I mean, it looks so old-fashioned to want to sit and read a newspaper. So I consciously now have my phone, 
or I, I will have something, a book, a magazine. I will have something with me if I know I'm going to eat anywhere alone, from McDonald's to some high fancy restaurant. I got to have something to look at while I eat. So why? But getting would, back to your question, why but, would that be? Are you uh, afraid that people think that you're alone and you're well, you, you don't you can't get anybody to eat with you? Is that no? Enter your uh, mind. It or? just looks uh, like you're not uh, into their business. You know, you don't <laughs> want to be sitting there chewing on a burger, scanning everybody because. Uh, you start to look odd. This is. I think uh, it just makes you look less odd. <laughs> There's something a little odd about being alone eating. I don't know what it is. Not so much being in a theater, going to a movie, and to an ask. Should I answer any of these questions that you ask me? Yes. Okay. Yes. So let's get back to the question you asked ten what minutes ago. It? Now, <laughs> what I would do would go. I think I'd go to a movie if with that alone time. I've gotten this so much better at going to a movie alone, I would spend uh, an evening or an afternoon watching a good movie. That would be a nice, fun thing to do for me. Uh, this is a kind of... Because I like movies a lot. Yeah. I like them. Now, you don't go to the movies often, right? I don't. Not as often as I should, but I enjoy them. Do you know I go to a movie about once a week? Yes. Terrific. I mean, and I watch uh, that's, movies on, you know, stream movies, too, sure, but I'm really sure. a movie buff. Well, that's that's great. Yeah. I, I wish I had the time. Um, I have to prepare this show for you every week. That's, that, that takes, that takes, <laughs> well, somebody's that takes many do it. days. Yes. And then I have to sit Tony back. and I do it. But that helps my creativity. And you just come in and rake in the money. Um, here's a real upbeat what question. What money? Here's a <laughs> Don't even give folks the illusion that there's money in this. Well, there is for some of us. Yeah. Hey, another guest. That's uh, right. Another person in the audience. This is an upbeat question. Walking by. If, yeah. Looking if, for money or something. Yeah. If you had committed a heinous crime mm. and you were sentenced to the death penalty. Good Lord. <laughs> Let me finish. You, did you stay up thinking of these things? I didn't stay up. Wow. Uh, what would you request as your last meal? <laughs> and you would look at the guard and, and, and you might say, I'd like to have that, but it gives me heartburn in the morning. And then he reminds <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, don't have to, you don't have to worry about the, the morning, brother. I thought that was a... <laughs> So, it's kind of a odd, stupid thing to offer someone. I think anyway. it is too. What would you have for your I last meal? I think it is, but meal. but it could it could be. That reminds me of a little bit, a little bit of a, an old soupy sales joke. You want to hear it? Can I tell you tell you the sure, show? It's sure. kind of silly. Sure. Which he was. I loved soupy. Well, the sales. question was kind of silly. Uh, so uh, you know, you're in a prison, and the three guys, and they're getting lashes for being bad, and and the first guy comes out, and they're offering to put something on their back, like what, what it, you know, Thompson, what do you want on your back? I don't know, maybe cotton. Just put, put cotton on it. And tsh, 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 oh, oh, and the cotton. Oh, and he goes away screaming. Vicks, the second guy, Vicks you know, vapor rub. And the second guy says, "I'll put Vicks. Just lay, lather my back with Vicks," and then gets his lashes. <laughs> tsh, 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 oh. Third guy uh, comes in and it's Wilson. Wilson, what do you want on your back? Nothing. Really? Nothing. And it's, tsh, that's one. Tsh, that's two. Tsh, that's three. And Wilson just counts them off and walks away. Next guy comes in and they say, all right, what do you want on your back? And he says, on my back, I want Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like stupid sales. <sighs> Tony we nodded at that. We I think really, he liked, he liked little that. Bit. Well, he was afraid I that the show was... I I didn't want to be too overly dramatic. He was the afraid joke. the show was really turning dark at this point. But anyway, last meal. 
I don't know. It doesn't have to be that scenario. I, mean, I don't what, know. What Maybe you, some Popeye's you... spicy chicken and some large fries. Oh, I love that. And a Diet Coke. <laughs> I did, yeah, which you don't drink a lot of. But a Diet Coke. Yeah. Just to put a little twist to it. That's a, that's a good answer. I love Popeye's, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I don't eat it that often. But uh, absolutely love it. I haven't um, had any in a while, but what? it might be a reason why my stomach is greasy. This yeah. yeah. You should have some Popeyes instead yeah, of that sure banana. That would work. Yeah. I tell you. Um, what scares you? This. Or what? <laughs> what do you that mean, goes what without me? saying. It does, yeah. too. Uh, or worries you. And are you a worrier? <laughs> yes, I'm a worrier. I've always been a worrier. About what? Did you say warrior? Warrior. Oh, warrior. I know you're not a oh, warrior. Oh, I know oh, you're not a warrior. That question is not on that sheet. This sheet. Now, why would you say that? Seriously. Because you don't seem like the warrior type. War, with an A, W-A-R-R? With an A, really? like a warrior. Why? What is the warrior type? I just couldn't see you back in the days like, uh, you know, when the battles were going on yeah. where you, you were the guy leading the charge. Really? Well, yeah. what would the guy leading I'm the charge look you're... like? Would it look like you? Uh, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway. Tony's about to charge us with this nonsense. Warrior. Am I a warrior? Yeah. Do you, do you yes. sit around worrying Sometimes about it feels like all I do is worry. About what? That was Joe Cocker. Sometimes <laughs> it feels like... All right. Um, I just worry about little things. I'm, I'm trying to be less of a worrier. I used to... You know, because worrying is always associated with things you can't control and and you have to learn as you grow older that there are a lot of things that aren't in your control and you have to let it go or hope for the best or, or do anything but not worry worrying doesn't do anything to help situations no i've talked to so many people about that because i'm a worrier myself and if if whatever i was worried about uh, resolves itself and ends up being no big deal, then I will invent something else to worry about. Yeah. Which I, I don't understand. It's crazy. It. But that also part is part of probably what drives you and has driven you for years, some part of that. It, yeah, it could be. That worrying sounds, about consequences. and Yeah. So I have to strive and do better and better at things. And I admire people that don't worry about consequences. And yeah. especially in the business that we're in, I mean, just they just, you know, do what they do and they don't care but what anybody I have also, thinks. Well, on the surface. And, and I've found that anything that looks or sounds easy. Yes. Takes work sure. to make it seem that way. Sure it does. Or experience in our case. Yeah. For us to sit here and effortlessly talk to each other. Uh, I oh, think it's is a, uh, it's an effort. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't kid, don't kid yourself. I'm working. Uh, I'm working. No, but it, you know um, what I mean. So, uh, in that sense, um, yes, I am a warrior, trying not to be a warrior. So this one might, but a true warrior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might dovetail off that. But what characteristics do a lot of other people have that you wish you had more of? Can I ask you one question in there? Well, you're going to get your turn, but you go ahead. No, because the, the next question is going to be, how soon will you be sick of my questions? All right, what is the question? About 10 minutes ago. But, <laughs> yes. but anyway, um, what characteristics do other people have that you wish you had more of? <laughs> one might be that you don't worry, but... What characteristics do people have, other people have, that I wish I had more of? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess associated with war, uh, worry is uh, 
just more audacity. You know, yeah. some people uh-huh. are um, uh, bold enough to do things and then think about it later. Yeah. Never been one Or not like think that. about it later. Yeah. Just do it. Um, patience. Because, you, you know, that's exemplified all the time. I don't have a lot of patience. Although I think I'm a very loyal person. I you, think I'm a very... You um, are that. Very um, steadfast at things. Don't give up easily. Those are traits that I think I have. <clears throat> but the question wasn't, <laughs> what traits do you have? It was what others have. I don't know. I don't think about well, you what answered, other people... You had an answer in there. You yeah. wish you were a little more bold or... Well, what about that, you? I mean, uh, do this you... Isn't, uh, yes, it is. Not, you get your turn later. I don't have a turn. I have nothing written down to ask you. Then think of it in your head. These are the now, questions. you mentioned that uh, you're not very patient. So you had... You know, we're in a big city, and people... Um, I feel like I'm in an I understand for some that job that now I don't even want it. We're in Chicago <laughs> um, with Back to You. And, yeah, those questions um, they were asking. We're really big in Kennebunkport, Maine, I understand, and Topeka, Kansas. Are we? So they might not have big parking garages, but you had the, the, the most awful experience, <laughs> and you said, I've had a terrible day already, because you couldn't park your car. You have a parking app. You hold it up. <laughs> you, ho- you hold up. And it lets you in, and then you park. So what was so hard about all this? It's just futzing around with electronics and a device to let me in the parking lot that was already too full. (laughs) You get in. First of all, the thing you scan doesn't work. So you end up grabbing a ticket because there are seven cars behind you honking because you're not moving. And I can understand that because I'm frustrated, too. And that ruined your day? Yeah. I mean, of course. I don't want to start the morning off like that. Then I go and I'm circling around this big, you know, just towering as tall as the, you know. It's about 12 floors. Yeah. Is that it? It yeah. felt like I was going all the way up to the Milky Way or something. <laughs> and uh, could not find a space anywhere, anywhere. Or, or people, I hate the way people park. Does it anger you the way that people yes. park and leave? Uh, it's leave not you? so hard to park between the lines. Are but you I someone park- that will park, try, give effort to parking correctly when you park like at a parking lot for Try a supermarket incorrectly no correctly, correctly. Do you make an sure effort I to do. be straight sure in, you, back you never up. overlap the no uh, i'll back lines. it up and put it in but today i parked um there wasn't a lot of room but i parked i noticed that there were range rovers on both sides of me so it was kind of tight one guy was over the line but i figured if you have a range rover you're not going to want to dent your stuff up so i thought they'd be careful opening their door see it was strategic if I had a Range Rover, I'd want to dent your stuff up. <laughs> yes. Yes, you would. Um, uh, moving on. I hope I like get the know, job I'm interviewing for. You Goodness see, gracious. Yeah, you thought... Do you work in a, a PR department somewhere where they are where they're hiring folks? I might. You might. <laughs> what do you call those places? Not the uh, PR department where you HR. go. HR. HR, yeah. yeah. You're a good HR man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I might try it. No, I'm, I'm tired of that kind of stuff. Uh, movies, you mentioned. Yes. And this is hard because there have been so many great movies we're talking about over time. But yes. You've probably thought about this before. People love lists. So what would be your top three dramatic movies? Because we'll, we'll put them into categories, and then I'll ask you about comedies. What would be your 
top You're taking three. all my questions that I was going to ask you. So this is serving you can its ask, purpose. You can re-ask them. It's serving You its can purpose. re-ask them. Well, why don't you answer as you're asked this one? I'm not going to go back and re-ask Because that's thing. not the format. It'll sound even more like a job search. That's not the format. All right. What three movies do I... Dramatic movies? Yeah. Hmm. Well, anything with De Niro is usually up at the top of my list. Like... Uh, Taxi Driver. Is that... Yeah, that's going farther back than I was going to go. But I'd go to, like, Goodfellas. Uh And I'd go to The Godfather. Any any of Well, the the first one or the second one. Um, uh, Dramatic movies. I like a lot of dramatic movies. It's probably easier to talk about actors I like. I like uh, De Niro and that Pacino. And I like DiCaprio now, who I think is... I saw Once Upon a Time and... Hollywood, I enjoyed it. May well, not be for everybody, but I did. Will you go to a movie just because a certain actor is in it? Yes. I mean, is there a draw? Uh, yes. Because there are very few actors in Hollywood now that are actually, you know, for sure box office. Yeah. Where they get green lighted <clears throat> to do a project. Yeah, I would go. I I would go for any of those people I listed. I'd go to a DiCaprio movie. I'd go to a De Niro movie. Other than a comedy, he said, not comedies. We're going to get into that. I don't think he's funny to me when he's trying to be funny in a comedy. And like, I don't think Joe Pesci is his funniest when he's not, you know, in a dramatic piece. That's when he seems funnier to me because he's so scary funny. Oh, sure he is. Yeah. But um, you haven't mentioned any women. uh, So do you not like. Do you not like actresses? Well, trying to get him in trouble. If, if, I, I set the hook. No, no, but if uh, to me, if a woman is going to be the showpiece in the movie, uh, I tend to think it may be more of a. I hope this doesn't sound too sexist, but a woman's movie. You know, there's some movies that are going to be ultra romantic. Yeah, that may not be for me. I don't like those Mamma Mia movies. Don't you? No. I do. I don't. I, I mean, do. not I to like go them. and sit down and cinematic. Because I like the music yeah. so much. Oh, no. And I like Meryl Streep. Yeah, a Meryl lot. Streep. I think she's I li- yeah. Brilliant. But she wouldn't be enough to make me go see a movie if it was just. If, uh, the only name I knew was Meryl Streep. So you're not going to go see Mamma Mia 8? <laughs> no, it's probably up to 9 now. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, it, I cannot uh, take that. It probably is. Nor do um, I like overly uh, violent movies. I didn't like, uh, you know, a little uncomfortable. Those Kill Bill and. Uh, oh, I like Kill Bill. Um, there's another movie. Well, that Tarantino I can't think movies of. in yeah, general. Yeah, well, you're, yeah, you roll your dice with a Tarantino movie. Generally, I like his stuff. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he, likes another, our, he likes our podcast, I have heard. Does he really? Yeah. Who, who told you that? I, and then you woke up. I can't you woke up. You <laughs> what a great dream. I woke was. up. I woke up and had a slice of uh, <laughs> fixed maple rub on now, a piece of toast. Now and can I, went I ask back you? To bed. Can I ask you a question? These are no. the things. See, there's a whole lot that I know about you. No, but you can't ask you know until about it's me. your now, turn. Let me just ask you a question while I can. Yes. Okay. On the Howard Sudbury and the Rest podcast. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> this dude is trying to take over. Um, and mine are more basic than that about you. I'm no, more let's interested. not get to those because we're going to take a break. <laughs> and then we're going to get back to that. I'm going to ask you one more question. Um, this is the most insane thing. That, well, now, see, this just goes along with my bad this is, parking day. This is the last question. I come into when, this insanity. When was the last? <laughs> when, hey, guess what, Janice? I had the weirdest nightmare. I thought I was being interrogated by Howard. 
Oh, you were. When was the last time? <laughs> what? When was the last time you wet your pants? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back. Can you take the break now? And we'll be back. Um, has it happened as an adult? He took the break. Did this you? Is, this isn't did in you, it. <laughs> The last time you wet your pants. You're out of order. I feel like uh, Al Pacino in that uh, movie that I can't think of the name of, Injustice for All. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, can I want me to answer the what in your pants? Yeah. Do you seriously want me to answer? Well, it? yeah. If you if you remember, because, it's like oh, I, I, I remember think it would vaguely. Be special if you if it happened when you were an adult. No, it didn't. So so I guess it's like not special. Right before you did the news. Yeah. Or have something. you ever heard? Have you ever heard something or experienced something so funny that you wet your pants? Uh, not yet. I don't think most people are. They say that. Not on this, <laughs> so not funny, on this man, show. I wet my pants. Yeah, that's just a saying. It is. I don't think people are wetting their pants over seeing. Maybe. You know, Dave Chappelle or something like that. All these, although he's fabulous. Yes. Um, last thing, we'll take a break. I'm going to ask you we another one. We took the break already. This now, isn't even airing. We're in. Yeah, we're in the next show, the next <laughs> week. Um, yeah. Who makes you laugh? Well, you certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You've never heard my act. You've never seen my stand-up. You know what? If you did stand-up, you know what I'd say? What? I saw your act, and funny ain't the word. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see who makes me laugh. And not to be political, oh, also, no. but I would say, like, Trump, I would say, get him out, get him out, get him out. <laughs> him right there. Uh, uh, get who, him out. Uh, uh, out. You. Was that in a, a Trump impression? Well, it was what he says. Okay. It wasn't uh, his voice. Let's see. Go ahead. Who makes me laugh? Yeah. Uh, the, the people who make me laugh the most are not professionals, first of all. You know, I find yeah. humor in uh, folks who, uh, in real life situations, and they say, I guess comedy comes from real life stuff. I've heard comedians say that over and over. But if I had to pay to see somebody who would make me laugh... Um, I, you, you, I don't know. I'm not c in currently into uh, comedians. In um, the classics are, you know, Richard Pryor always made me laugh. Sure. George Carlin always made sure. me laugh. If I was going to listen to material, I'd go back and listen to things that they did. Um, you know, Red Fox made me laugh. Dave Chappelle uh, makes me laugh. Hall of uh, Famers. You're, so, yeah, you're talking about yeah, the best Yeah, and so Chris, Chris Rock makes me laugh. Yes. I'd be very interested in seeing or hearing some new stuff from Eddie Murphy. Well, it's coming. Because it's been a long time. He's ready to go again. Well, I'm anxious that, to, to hear that. Yeah, and I was very interested to hear him talk about how he is uh, scared to death, really. He's really, really scared about yeah. it because he's he's scared that he, that he lost it. And Steve Martin, you know, he was makes uh, me laugh. the rage in the 70s, and yes. he just quit. Yeah. Because he didn't think that his material would work nowadays and has trouble coming up with material. But, but see, Steve uh, Martin was one of those people who always looked funny, too. I mean, yes. he just made me smile whenever I saw him yeah. or see him. You notice I'm going really exceptionally long in the first section, so I don't <laughs> yeah. have to answer as many questions. Now, I, I told right. you I don't have a lot of questions that are, are like a spotlight in your face right. questions like yours. We're going to take a break right now. Is that okay? I thought we did. We're coming from the Museum of Broadcast <laughs> Communications. And I don't this know where is, you're coming from. This is, <laughs> this is back to you, and we will be right back. Yeah.
if you missed Losano or Los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. I feel like you go into a motel, you just search for cameras instantly. That's got to be like your first reaction. Anywhere you intend to be nude, you should just check. How about you just don't be nude in a motel? Well, I no, feel no, like I, that'd be smart. I, I should just not true. get changed or take a shower. No, I no. think, wait, but you're, I think you're missing my point. I'm worried that I'm not going to be on camera. Mm. I want footage of me. You're the only one who wants to be filmed uh, unknowingly doing something ridiculous. Right, because I would be curious. Wouldn't you be curious to see what you do? No. Yeah, like just the mundane. Right. That's how I spend my time. You, sp- you spend four hours doing that? Why? As you fast forward, you go, I'm not even moving. Look at that. I am stationary for hours. <laughs> I didn't even get up and that bag just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Where did it come from? <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the f*** it's called. Be sure to tune in to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Our podcast highlights the best soccer league in the world. The English Premier League. We recap the previous week's games. And preview the upcoming games. I do it from an American point of view. And I do it as an authentic Brit, accent and all. That's authentic, right, Governor? Not exactly how I say it. (laughs) We also talk about the local soccer scene because Adam is the Illinois Youth Director of Coaching. If you love soccer... Football. Football. Tune in to Free Kicks. New episodes drop weekly. On the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. We are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Mm. How do you like that? I like that, man. That, that was the good. voice of the, uh, the of the announcer from uh, Channel 2 News back in the day with the same music. That is a cool thing to have. Well, I'm, I'm honored to, to have that as a... So um, I'm going to read this little uh, plug for our show. Let me finish my sentence. Uh, As a... I seldom do. Um, We would invite everybody to listen, subscribe, rate. Back to you on Apple Podcasts. Oh, no, don't rate it. Spotify. I'll be more depressed. iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Just search for Radio Misfits. And this is Back to You. All right, Steve and I... Uh, are interviewing each other today. You're so interviewing I just, me. <laughs> I just finished with Steve. But I, I like your reactions to what you asked me. I want to do a couple corrections. Uh, Steve Martin is currently touring with Martin Short, so he's back in the game. And uh, what Martin was the Short other makes one? Makes me laugh. Um, oh, Wayne Newton. Uh, he plays in Vegas yeah. three days so, a week. So hope for me to go so see Wayne there, Newton. There is hope. I want to see him so. certainly before. Well, he does it even less frequently. Right. Anyway, um, now is your turn to uh, put me on the grill. Have you got anything? No, other than really basic uh, questions about, I know so much about you as an adult and um, what you've been into career-wise. I don't know a whole lot about little Howard and growing up along the way. But there are differences, I know, in what we had uh, as uh, we were experiencing as kids because of where you lived and where I lived. Look, for instance, did you always have a car at home? Yes, we did have a car. My dad had a pickup truck yeah. uh, because he worked uh, some in construction and he trained thoroughbred horses. And uh, what I thought was interesting to show you the talent he had, I can't put, I couldn't put my 
kids toys together when I was a kid mm-hmm. well, when I was a young adult when the kids were little because I don't have a knack for that and I get frustrated easily he built a horse trailer from scratch hmm. to, uh, two uh, two you know held two horses sure. with sheet metal and the tires and, and that wasn't thing. even a part of his everyday work he sort of did this on his own or yeah. Was that, yeah. yeah how long do you think it took him to do that I don't remember but not that long he was pretty determined. So, but uh, yes, we we had a car. And we so, did not have a garage. Okay. So, but as which, far back as you can remember, you had access to the car or in the car, taking trips in the car. Yes, and we took a lot of car trips. And it was totally different for me. I don't think I had a the first car. I think I was an adult, probably twenty one, when I had my first car, used car. As a kid, teenager, never had a car at home. So My your family... mother did not drive. Uh-huh. Um, I was a real city kid in that bus, L, subway. I was very used to that. And everybody I knew traveled that way. So that's why I get so frustrated over these parking things. Not that, you know, I spend the majority of my life driving. But as a kid, uh, it was rare to take a car trip, for instance, Unless I had one of my uncles come by who didn't live in the city. Right. And everybody would go with him or some of us would go with him. But um, spent very little time other than public transportation and bolder then. I would I would do things that kids nowadays, because of the times, you wouldn't allow because of the dangers of the street sure. in the city. Sure. But I can remember being relatively young and getting on the bus myself and taking... The bus to where I could get the L and get the L and go downtown and um, never worried about it. You know what I like about this is that uh, you're asking me questions and then you're answering them. So I don't have to talk. I well, really, I, Penn and Teller, I really am Teller right now. I'm just being a mime. Yeah, you know what? We should have a mime for a guest. Well, <laughs> uh, many, that would many be of these interview. we do have one. Um, <laughs> no, but this, I, you know, I, it's a very different. Would you say that you, did you grow up in the country? Did you grow no. up? It was a suburb. No, it was a city near Peoria that uh, had about 40,000 people. And then, you know, I, I claim Chicago as, as home because my mother is from Chicago. There was from Chicago. So. Half, you know, that half the side of the family was up here. So I spent a lot of summers up here. Uh, they were on the south side. So, you know, I wasn't uh, just a, a country kid. I mean, I was, you know, exposed to the city. And I rode the L up here and I rode buses and with my, you know, with my aunts and uncles. Did you have a pet? A I did. I did. I had a pet. Uh, I had a pet terrier and her name was Cricket. How about yes. far back can you remember having cricket? Um, I can remember cricket from the time my earliest memories, and then she died like when I was in high school, maybe like when I was sixteen. Mm. That was rough. I'm sure that was, it was. rough because that's part of your family, especially sure. when you're a little kid, yeah. you know, and you got your puppy dog. And you have continued to have dogs, right? Yeah, we had. Uh, I forgot when uh, this was Samantha, and it was the kids. Uh, dog and she passed away probably about ten years ago mm. in another another rough another rough ride. Yeah, you know I, I love dogs and, and I'm mentioning that because it's such a contrast to the way I grew up. I never had a dog or a cat. Uh, we we weren't uh, pet lovers. There was a fear of dogs. My sister and my mother, 
And so I think that led to just not ever having a dog. And it wasn't until uh, my, in fact, it wasn't until my son was in college and came back with the dog that we had a dog. So my, I spent most of my life not, I, I have an appreciation of pets, but not being around pets every day. A lot of folks as kids had pets and just never did. What's the most dangerous thing you've ever done around an animal or, or been involved with it? Well, I was led, when I was asked to do this, I was uh, led to believe that, ah, it's nothing, it's, it, it's nothing. So I was working in Cedar Rapids, Iowa on TV. And, you know, when you're, when you're young and you're in TV, you'll do anything to get publicity. Sure. So there was a, like a wrestling show coming, you know, pro wrestling show coming to a yeah. town near Cedar Rapids. Yeah. And they, they asked me if I wanted to wrestle a bear. <laughs> And I said, yeah, you know, why not? Why not? You know. Now you I'm, said, I don't mind wrestling Dick Buckus. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I'll wrestle a bear. So, anyway. Now, first of all, why would you say yes? Uh, because they assured, they assured me that, that I wasn't going to get hurt. <laughs> assured so, it. So, you know, it's a, it's, a car, it's a carny, basically. It's assuring me. You know, a guy traveling from town to town. And trying did to you, sucker sportscasters into <laughs> into wrestling bears. Did you so wear a muzzle? I said yes. <laughs> I'm scared for the bear. You want right, me to so, wear a muzzle on this yeah, on this thing? Yes. So we get into the ring, yeah. and I was getting a little more nervous because the first time I laid right, now, my so how eyes, many people are witnessing this? I don't know. There were a few thousand. <laughs> so uh, the first time I saw the bear. The bear, like when it stood up on its rear feet, wow. rear legs, sure. was probably was taller than I am and uh, was, <laughs> you know, probably, I don't know, six, two or something like yeah. that. It was a big bear and it was declawed <laughs> and it had a muzzle on. Mm. So the ringmaster came into the middle of the of the ring and said in this corner, you know, whatever, Bobo the bear in this corner. Uh, Howard Sudbury. Not Tom Howard. You ready? No, I wasn't Tom. I had already been Tom Howard in my earlier okay. radio days. All right. And the, you know, it wasn't like, come out, come out, shake hands, and then come out <laughs> fighting, because they had to hold the bear back. So the ringmaster got out of the way, and here came the bear. And, I mean, it was just charging like you would see on National Geographic. And, a guy, and it and didn't have, like, a, a leash on or anything. No, no. And just hmm. came at me and just threw its chest into me and just flattened me to the ground. And all I remember is lying flat, and it had a muzzle on, and I think had some teeth removed hmm. and was just, like, gumming my arm. Hmm. And I could feel the power of the, of the jaws. And none of this was rehearsed? No. Why would I rehearse it? Well, because See, it was you, bad you enough know, to go through uh, well, it the first gotta time. Well, you got to know how to fall and things like that. Well, I, mean, I knew how to fall uh, when, when I when, <laughs> I mean the, correctly. When, when you know, uh, however many pounds, when six hundred pounds hit me, you don't you know how to fall. I mean, I went flat backwards, and it just the power just nuzzling on my arm, and uh, they pulled it off, and that was it. It lasted about thirty seconds, so I considered that. Uh, uh, kind of silly and dangerous, <laughs> but I've had no other really encounters with wild animals. So you haven't. Would you? Would you be one to want to go and uh, be or explore wild animals? No, 
I would not. I would not. And it wasn't because of that experience. It no. just wouldn't do it. No, I don't want to go on a safari. I'll go to Disney World, Animal Kingdom. I would go there. But I'm not going to go to Africa to, you know, anywhere over there to where they're loose and sleep in a tent what, what? and hear all these noises at night Yeah, and all this, uh, you know, well, I growling. told you, I don't, I don't go in the backyard because of skunks yeah, and my fear of skunks. Yeah. Well, what do you think a skunk is going to do to you? I don't know. They just look. There's something about the look of them and when they raise the tail, the fear that's instantly there. But they know you're I will give they up know a backyard to a skunk any day. But they know you're there. Yeah. But, but they're not going to come up to you for some reason. They, they want to stay away from you. But I'm afraid of easing up on one by mistake. And I sound like a zoologist. Yeah. Like I know what I'm talking about. Possums. I saw a possum the other night. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. When I, where I grew up, I did you see uh, skunks and possums growing up where you did? No, not really. Uh, I've seen more of them up here now in yeah. the last few years, including coyotes. You know, yes. I've seen coyotes, but they generally will stay away from you as well. They want to go the other way. So now, what do you consider the riskiest thing you've ever done? And I'm not talking about physically. Outside of the bear? Yeah, I'm not talking about physically risky. Do you take chances? No. You don't? No, I'm not a chance taker. Do you regret that you didn't take chances? No, not at all. I'm thrilled that I didn't. I think, and, and I don't really want to talk about our careers, but I think the riskiest thing that I did was um, when I decided I wanted to be a rock and roll disc jockey. Yeah. And that's a that's a tough way to make a living because radio stations can change a format and new management comes in and you gotta pack up from, you know, whatever town you're in, Kansas City, you gotta move to, you know, Wyoming and then you gotta move to the next place. You work at, you know, six or eight, ten different markets. So I thought that that was a risky way to try to make a living. Although people, you know, have been very good at it and made great livings and stayed in one market for a long time. Now, when you were a little kid, there had to have been other things you thought you wanted to do or be, right? Uh, No, very early. Well, when I was really young, I wanted to be a jockey because my dad trained horses. But that's when I was, you know, really, you know, small. So I thought that that would be cool. I looked up to the jockeys, not just in height, but uh, I thought that, and I'm, you know, I wanted to be the normal things I wanted the kids do. I wanted to be a major league baseball player. I wanted to be, you know, in professional basketball, things like that. But uh, I'd say by junior high, I wanted to be a rock and roll disc jockey. Do you play an instrument? No, I played, I took guitar lessons uh, for a while when I was probably 10 years old and um i could you know play a few chords but i didn't have the patience to stick with it and practice so so i gave that up i i kind of regret that like i i played the trumpet a little bit did you yeah, but other than that and tried to take piano lessons as a very little kid not tried to take but they tried to give me lessons that i wasn't much interested in although i really liked singing and performing i don't know why i never took to Instruments. There's something about the conversion that, that I never made from singing to performing as a musician. I don't know what that's a special talent, I guess, that folks have to have. I consider myself a reasonable singer. Really? Yes. Of I think uh, that what I kind sing of music? In a band. Uh, rock and roll. Yeah? Yeah. So you think uh, if Top you. Top had... 40. Really? Yeah. 
So you, you're that confident in your singing. One yes. thing I hate is karaoke. You like karaoke? No, I don't want to do karaoke. But I would go in a studio and sing. Really? Yeah. Well, we got well, a studio here. With some professionals. Here. We do, but we, we, I don't have a band. Oh, you need a band. Yeah, I need a band and I need background singers. But a good singer. The only background singers <laughs> I see right now are Tony and you. And, and <laughs> that makes right. me nervous. Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, do you think any of this is this entire... How many minutes, Tony? 49 Tony's minutes. Tony's has, about to Have you found out. any of this interesting? To me? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm always interested in me. <laughs> <laughs> I love I me some too. me. You know, that's what T.O. Terrell owns said. Yes. I love me some me. Yeah. And I admire people that love me some me. Do you, you know, think this is, do you, do you like the experiment that we went through? Yeah, I do. I do. I found out more about you, and I found out, I thought <laughs> that the questions that we ask are people that uh, could sit there and say, how would I answer that? What's my favorite food? What would my last meal be? What, you know, what would I, what would I enjoy to eat? What do I like to do? What movies do I like? Are you asking all the questions over again? <laughs> what is this about right now? It sounds like it. I'll give you two more. And we're going to say goodnight. Who enjoyed this more, you or me? You. Well, I know I did. Yeah. Because right. you don't enjoy any of them, <laughs> nor, nor will you listen to them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? I like three. I just like saying go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you one more question to okay. ask me, and that's it. Oh, no, 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 no. You have to ask. I'm, I've asked the questions I to don't. You. Look, I... Uh, Are you, you telling were, me you, you were much you, more fascinated with this experiment than I was? I I um, I had fun. Well, I think it was a fun uh, experience, but um, I don't I don't like being questioned. First of all, I'm in the wrong business for that. I like asking the questions more. I guess. All right. Uh, and you throw me completely off by asking me all of these. Then uh, then I will ridiculous. End this. Uh, yeah. What's that thing called again? HR? HR. Yeah, department. HR department. If there was an HR department here, we would be in it. You I would be best, running it. Uh, I'm not saying because I asked it, but I thought the best question was, uh, <laughs> when was the last time you you, you wet your pants? Um, it, it, um, here's a question that I'm going to go to, the old throwback question that I've asked other guests, and I'll ask you. And you're like, Phew. here we go. I know what it is, too. The Gene Siskel our old friend asked people at the end of interviews. And you're going to have to answer this as well. It was, no. Sure. I, I make the rules. I'm the facilitator. You make the rules. Um, yeah. Anyway, what do you know for sure? What do I know for sure? That's a great question. <laughs> that is. Um, I think that what I know for sure is that surprises will always happen in life that you can always bet on uncertainty you can't be sure and i mean i i'm i realize that the plans we make are often and most often changed because of things that we can't control there's always uncertainty in life there and is. that makes it more interesting and how you deal with it then it was, yes. shows who you are yeah so what i 
I know about for sure is that life isn't a sure thing. It's not something you can completely figure out and live the way you plan it. Very good. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Perfect sense. It was a great answer. I'm not being funny. Are no, you I'm being not, funny? No, no, I'm not trying see, to be see, funny I can't here. Tell. I'm being serious. You can, can't tell when I'm... No, I can't. What does that mean? That means uh, that's an interesting <laughs> talent, but people can't, <laughs> and people can't tell when you're serious or not. Uh, because often you're reeking with sincerity, and I don't know whether you're being funny or not. Right. That's, that's my M.O. <laughs> yeah. Well... Thank you for uh, taking time to answer some of my questions. Well, thanks for... Uh, hey, how are you? That's our new... Our, uh, another guest is we're going to do another People don't show. know we're in a location where there's a big window near us, and people are walking by, looking at, at uh, things in the... Pictures and other things in this museum that right. we're in. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you. I, I had fun. Why are you rushing me now? Because didn't rush me for 50 minutes. Now it's we got to go. There's a time where there's an end. Man. All good things come to an end. Not that this was a good thing, but now <laughs> all good things come to an now, end. Now you're thinking. Now you're talking. Uh, we want to thank the Museum of Broadcast Communications, sure. for sure, for letting us uh, broadcast or podcast from this uh, beautiful studio. And a special thanks to today's engineer. He's doing double duty. Tony Lozano, and Wonderful he's also our executive producer. He's yep. very supportive and uh, love working with Tony. Uh, with opishows.com, opi is hippo spelled backwards, opishows.com. This is distributed by Ed Silha with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. I'll give you the last word. Do you like doing these uh, programs, presentations, when we don't have a guest uh, yeah, I do actually. You do, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, if we have the right. Why is that? If we have the right topic, I don't know. But uh, I'm done answering questions. I suddenly I found my list of questions. I can't ask you any more of them. I guess we've run out of time. Haven't yeah, we? we have. All right. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OpieShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. I was at the temple on Monday. I was walking into the temple and I held the door open for a. Pretty attractive older woman. I'd say she was like in her early 70s, maybe. And she goes, well, thank you. Are you here for the seniors event? Oh, ouch. Oh, let the record show she was kind of hot in a 70-year-old kind of way. So I'm like, are you you listening to what you're saying right now? (laughs) Minutia Men with Rick and Dave, the Tony Lasano podcast, and Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. What would that be, a GMIF? Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my Um, God. Stop. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com.